0: Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater.
1: You know, with the wastewater treatment being, plant being such an uh, important topic of what we got going on, I think your personal issues with individuals that are, which is the state representatives. I just, I'm gonna make a motion that we replace you as our uh, appointed person for the wastewater treatment issue issue, and uh, ask Casey Powell to please take it.
2: I would just hope that us as a council that we all try to better ourselves, that you mayor as well could better yourself rather than going with your do as I say, not as I do protocol rather than going with protocol. Um, that's just my opinion, you may not agree with it, but I just wanted to let you know that I may have been mute in 2023, but I'm not in 24 and I have ears and I have eyes and I can see, and I can see clearly what you meant.
3: Well, I'm sorry you interpreted me that way, but I appreciate your remarks and I will certainly uh, consider not writing any emails that could be misinterpreted so, so much as they have been. So a lot's happened
0: (laughs) since we last dealt with the city of Milton. The short version is that in his brief tenure as the city manager, the new city manager in uh, Milton, Scott Collins has been accused by Mayor Heather Lindsay of either collaborating with or being a patsy to a grand scheme to shuffle city resources into the hands of some disgruntled uh, some disgruntled developers who want to make money at the expense of the city. Uh, that's one and also of uh, subverting and undermining her authority as the city council um, agenda setter, as the mayor, and also serving as the lackey for the will of the legislative delegation, uh, Alex Joel Rudman, and uh, Doug Broxson, and doing their bidding instead of serving the city of Milton. So uh, somewhere in the nexus of all of those things, um, Scott Collins has actually written an email to Mayor Heather Lindsay back on Saturday, December 30th, in which he says, I'm not going to keep working here any longer after two years because in your responses to me, they're so unprofessional and insulting to me that I don't think we can work together. So he actually forwarded all of these emails to the city council, as is appropriate, so that they would know what's going on. Uh, I'll give you one example from these uh, emails. This is the alternate thread. Thread number one is about how she's insulted that he tried to schedule a meeting that she asked him to schedule. No, that's the short of it. She asked for the meeting. They all wanted to have the meeting about the utilities proposal, the bill that would change North Santa Rosa utilities. And then he scheduled it, and Alex Andrade, who was working with Doug Broxton, they scheduled the meeting, and then she was angry that they scheduled the meeting without involving her in the process of scheduling the meeting, even though she wouldn't answer her phone calls and texts. There's, there's a whole side topic I'll get to in a second. Um, <laughs> but she, so the other part of this was that he wanted to reorganize the structure of the city hall personnel and put them in a better position to do their jobs effectively because a lot of them are kind of out in open air cubicles when they're dealing with confidential material and that's not really appropriate and so his recommendation that he proposed to the council is shuffling the office around and also putting the um, uh, who is it? The, the development division, I think, is the ones wanting to put them in a separate office that they wanted to rent. And she says, I disagree with the location of 6460 Justice, the actual address of the property. More work should go into this plan before spending taxpayer money on a private property. There is no evidence that a comprehensive search of properties has been done. It's a coincidence, I'm sure, that the property agent is Melissa Simpson and the owner is the same person who outbid the city on a project that Ed Spears that's the development director, presented to council and a frequent target of uh, the mayor's ire, uh, for reasons I think are unjustified, but okay, anyway. uh, A project that Ed Spears presented to council last summer to purchase the old hospital on Stewart. Mr. Simpson and Mr. Patel are the same people who purchased property on 90 and MLK that is a gateway project for economic development that Ed told us would be moving forward last summer. As far as I know, nothing has happened. That's pretext. you got to hear the rest. So Melissa Simpson and Mr. Patel need some funding for their project. You kind of hear an implied, hmm. Maybe our rental of space will give them the cash they need to do the Gateway Economic Project. I have to see due diligence. What's the rush? Let's hear your full report January 18th before we commit these taxpayer dollars to benefit a private property owner who has not lived up to the promises that were made. It's interesting that this move is to relocate two departments who have been working with Mrs. Simpson and Mr. Patel. They know the promises have not been kept. Why would this property uh, was chosen is very interesting considering the history. So she's telling him this is a whole plan between Ed Spears and these two people who I do not know, Melissa Simpson and Mr. Patel, to shuffle city funds inappropriately into a higher rent facility in order to do all these other things. And he's just fallen fallen prey to it. Or maybe he knows and he should know better. He hasn't done his due diligence. He writes back, I have no idea. About any history of any projects that Mrs. Simpson or Mr. Patel have been involved with. I also know nothing about their business plans, business models, business relationships, or business activities. The operational needs at City Hall have outgrown our existing space to the extent that we are facing some critical management issues. I chose the property based solely on its functionality and proximity to City Hall. I then asked the planning department to visit the site to consider whether or not it would meet their needs. They were the only reasons that the property was chosen, respectfully. And then later, between this and the other email thread, he's like, yeah, I can't do this with you after my contract is up in two years. You're that difficult to work with. So we have this conversation at the city council meeting where several members of city council are saying, Heather Lindsay, you you really are the problem here. You are the center of every controversy that we have. Overstepping your authority, getting irritated when people seem to disrespect what you think is your proper role, and it's not and on and on and there is more here i'll get to it in just a second jake's got traffic on the fives jake
4: we're looking good around town this morning i-10 and i-110 are at posted speeds not showing any slowdowns on pine forest or in car city gulf beach highway not showing any delays also um, looking good on burgess and olive Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton-Britton-Fairfield. 98 is flowing smoothly, and 90 out of Milton is looking good this morning. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Five.
0: Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the City of Milton, City Council, Melodrama Theater. To her credit, Heather took a very conciliatory tone in the meeting after the emails insulting uh, Mr. Collins at least three different ways.
3: I do apologize to you, Mr. Collins. You're You're the person that I owe oh, the apology to because you're the one I was communicating with. I wasn't really communicating with the rest of them. I sure. never meant to question your integrity. I
0: I never meant to question your integrity, even though she definitely did in at least one part, and I think in two, maybe all three of the parts. So the motion been made to remove her from being the person to negotiate with and represent the city council to the whoever would be involved in the North Santa Rosa utility conversation, specifically the legislative delegation of Doug Broxon, uh, Joel Rubman, and Alex Andrade, and Alex agrees with that as a point of inquiry um, and for clarification for the council um, the first email indicating that the senator and representative Rudman were willing to have this meeting was sent to the mayor and Mr. Collins on December 21st um, when I hadn't heard any response from the mayor remember she's upset that they didn't include her in the conversation and they sent an email to her at least as early as December 21st um, on December 28th i sent the mayor a text message but it doesn't seem that my text messages are going through or phone calls are going through to the mayor um so
4: that's one reason why i would echo the recommendation of council members to
5: to change who the designate is to communicate with the legislative delegation
0: so she says why didn't you call me why didn't you communicate with me and alex says we tried and we didn't get an answer from anything
3: i had covid so i did not know you were trying to reach me but if I had known you were trying to reach me, Mr. Andrade, Representative Andrade, um, that, that would have certainly been important for me to know. No. but Is but my number I- blocked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is my number blocked? Oh, By the way, she says in an email, one of the other emails I didn't read to you, to warn Scott Collins that because of inappropriate behavior by Alex Andrade, he is indeed blocked on her phone. So the guy she's supposed to navigate this whole topic with, she's blocked him on her phone. And also, he's the city attorney, and he won't, she won't talk to him. And then she's complaining that they didn't contact her to let her know what was going on. Right? You follow the backstory?
6: But is you my number I, blocked?
3: You, you do know that your phone number's blocked. I've told you already that I blocked your phone number. <laughs> and that's because of the way you've treated me. Um, you blew up my phone. With texts, calls, and emails, when I was in a budget meeting, and treated me and not, I'm not the only person you've treated this way uh, in such a disrespectful way, just as a human being, just the lack of courtesy that you showed towards me was such that I'm not comfortable taking your
2: calls.
4: Well, okay. Mayor, I, but if, I'm so if, if sorry if the that fact you that your I'm point not of comfortable with that.
3: A... I, I'm sorry. I was trying to answer Representative Andrade. Well, I, I think
2: well, you let's have... turn it into personal rather than business.
1: Yeah. Well, right.
3: well, y'all, you made th- a motion. So,
1: would you like your uh, motion? Well, I, I, other might have something to say.
2: So, Jeff Snow
0: says, um, "Look, you blocking him is unprofessional, and certainly you can't be the re- delegate if you have blocked one of the people that you're supposed to liaise with. And you know, you keep saying we don't understand, but again and again, you know, here we go on all of this um, and just never ending.
2: Gavin Hawthorne." 441, this is last email.
0: He, he, oh, by the way, he reads all the emails because somebody asked, well, what is all this about? And so he reads a whole bunch of the emails.
2: Four forty-one. And then he goes yeah. on and
0: he reads the one about Scott wanting to quit after two years.
2: For the citizens that have the suggestions of <laughs> that we are upset that we have whatever in a wad, no, we're upset of the lack of professionalism by the city of Milton mayor. And so, therefore, I, as a 37-year-old, I can – be respectful to somebody and if I don't know all the information. And so the emails that I read, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to lose Mr. Scott Collins again because of somebody's personal preference. And it's not a working relationship with council. It's not a working relationship with city staff. It's a working relationship with the mayor. And it seems like the mayor is the common denominator of all of our issues that we have. And just me as being a new elected official, that's what I see. And I'm sorry that I see that mayor. But that's what I see, and that's all i got to say.
0: So he says she is the source of the problems, and I'm just telling you as an outside observer, every time there's trouble in the Milton City Council, Mayor Heather Lindsay is always in it. It was true previously with members of council that are not on council anymore. It's true with members that are. It's true with the new members. It's true with the former city council, uh, the city clerk. It's true with Scott Collins. It's just over and over and over again, this pattern. And she doesn't understand. Well, don't you all know I don't talk to Alex?
3: If the reason that you don't think I should be your point person is complicated by the fact that I don't communicate directly with Representative Andrade. All I can tell you is I've told him in the past, everyone knows that it is my choice that if I'm gonna have a conversation with Alex Andrade, I'm gonna have a witness. If I'm going to have a phone conversation with someone, how do I have a witness to that? He's aware of my concerns on that. If that's a concern that this council maintains, I mean, y'all were, I thought, already aware of that. If that concern bothers you today and you want to make this this change, then I respect your will.
0: Which they did, five to two. Always the two. Mike Cusack and Marilyn Farrell always siding with the mayor. And then the other five or six, depending on whether Sharia Sebastio is there. She wasn't there because she had an out-of-town engagement for this particular meeting. But, um, make me the representative to liaise with people who I have blocked texts and calls from because I don't feel safe talking to them is how she views Alex Andrade. So that's act two more to come later on. (laughs) Uh, It's almost like it's getting worse after the promise that it would get better, but I give credit to Scott Collins. He is trying his best, and he is really doing some smart things in the city of Milton. He is quite a catch, frankly, uh, for the city of Milton. And I hope that he doesn't leave after even two years, and I do hope that the mayor will find a way to uh, just um, stop. Uh, 624 on News Radio 92.3, Informative, Local, Dependable. I'm Andrew
7: McKay. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single-source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life.
6: Get New South Proud. Buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. New South Proud. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the community maritime park. It's a great month to get out and play Pensacola. Tune in tomorrow morning at nine thirty. The Pensacola Expert Panel, nine to eleven weekdays on News Radio ninety two three AM sixteen twenty.
7: Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. 4 to 7 on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local,
1: dependable. I will see you there, all right? Bye. I love those redheads, man. I you. <laughs>
0: It's 626 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola morning news. Jake's got our traffic force this morning. Jake, how do the roads look?
4: Oh, they look great. Not seeing anything out there causing any slowdowns or delays this morning. Highway 98 eastbound and westbound through Tiger Point, Navarre, and Gulf Breeze. Uh, all looking good. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, you're looking good there on around the curve to scenic. Uh, and in town here, um, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
0: Thanks so much, Jake. Going into the newsroom now, David Wayne. Uh, David, are you? Um, how are you doing with the, the, today's soap opera?
5: <laughs> well, boy, I... I thought the show had gotten canceled. That's yeah, yeah. what I saw in yeah. all the rumors all the news of the cancellation yeah. of our Apparently days. building yeah. are
0: a little bit premature, but that's and and I'll say it again. I hope Scott Collins wins and reforms the city council to be an efficient, beautiful example of fluid, well running government. And I hope the show does get canceled. Pensacola City Council basically canceled their drama show.
5: Yeah, they, oh, they absolutely. got
0: their act together, and they work very well these days compared to how it was two years ago. Um, I hope for the best for Milton.
5: You know, as an outside observer, Scott Collins really seems like he's doing a lot oh. of the right things. He's quite a catch for the city of Milton, no, and to, uh, to run the guy off three times in his first month on the job <laughs> is just—it's kind of odd. But uh,
0: he re- and I mean, seriously, like every time I'm like, man. He's got that's right. Good. Well done. That's good stuff. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, David.
5: Well, Ford is recalling more than 112,000 pickup trucks over concerns of uh, what they're calling rollaways. The affected trucks are including uh, 2021 through 2023 model F-150s with the trailer tow max duty package. Now, if you have one of these affected trucks, contact your dealership and they can arrange for a uh, repair to be made. The Department of Justice suing the state of Texas over a new law that allows the prosecution and deportation of migrants entering the U.S. from Mexico. The lawsuit asking a federal judge to rule that the law violates the supremacy clause of the Constitution, as well as uh, stopping the state from enforcement. Uh, it, that law, of course, set to go into effect in March. And the
0: uh, I've never understood this argument. I was in I was back. I lived in Arizona when we had the controversy over a bill there that was similar. You know, they they called it the, the, the you know the papers please bill, a stop and frisk bill, which it was not. But anyway, and I was thought. How can the federal government get upset about you enforcing the laws that they're supposed to enforce that they just won't enforce? Uh, it's it's a weird argument to it's make. Very strange.
5: Anyway, uh, in the names of two former presidents, Donald Trump and Bill Clinton, are featured in the uh, first batch of unsealed documents from the Jeffrey Epstein uh, case. Those documents. Reportedly uh, showcase over 150 names of various people who've been associated with Epstein.
0: All right. Thanks so much, David. 629 on News Radio 92 3. Informative, local, dependable. Oh, somebody asked me my opinion about the, um, the story about Lindsey Cannon, the newly hired. Uh, d- executive director for the children's trust Escambia Children's trust the agency that takes the newly created tax is supposed to benefit children in Escambia County um, and you know all the money that that's and all the controversy around agencies not really doing what they were supposed to do or accomplishing their goals and frustration by the board members that they weren't getting good data and you know the initial executive director quit now she's been hired and she asked for five thousand dollars more they offered her 120 she said 125 and that's apparently what they settled on with the recommendation from the um the subcommittee that works on, you know, pay or whatever. And I listened to the, the, the uh, arguments being made by the person, I forget who it was that talked to channel three last night. I mean, people should get paid their worth. The fact that she's working for a government, it's a governmental entity. Okay. And it's not a charity. Okay. And you have to pay people what they're worth in order to make it worth their while to come out of private business in order to do what they're going to do for you. And I don't, I don't have a principled objection. And, you know, to kind of cast her like she's the, the the bad gal because she's engaging in negotiation that the other side agreed to, I mean,
5: that's a weird perspective to take to me. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's legal team is asking the Supreme Court to rule against taking his name off the primary ballot in Colorado.
0: The 4-3 decision by Colorado's Supreme Court
5: cited the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause ruling Trump's role in the January 6th riot at the Capitol disqualifies him from holding office. Fox's Jared Halper. More than 150 names are named in a now unsealed document in a 2015 lawsuit against sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein, accomplice Glenn Maxwell.
6: One victim was asked if Epstein ever talked to her about bill clinton she answered quote he said one time that clinton likes them young referring to girls fox's
5: Brooks singman there are also mentions of former president trump prince andrew former epstein attorney alan dershowitz and magician david copperfield among others there's nothing proving anyone broke the law or did anything wrong here there aren't many details that weren't already public america's listening to fox news Good morning, six thirty one at news radio ninety two three. I'm David Wayne. right now thirty six degrees in Pensacola in partly cloudy skies. Negotiations continuing for the new executive director of the Escambia Children's Trust. Last month, Lindsay Cannon was offered the job. Uh, she was offered $120,000 a year. She's now reportedly made a counter offer and requested a $5,000 increase in salary. Channel 3 talking with Dr. Rex Northrup, one of the members of the trust's personnel committee. He explains how the initial offer was calculated. That
1: was based on several factors, such as uh, her current salary and the um, salary and uh, income that she would need on behalf of her family, and also the salary that would be commensurate with what other executive directors of Children's Trust were receiving around the state.
5: And Northrop says the committee is recommending approving the request for a pay increase so that that money would come from a budget allotment to pay moving expenses for that position. Uh, And Northrop says that Cannon wouldn't need to move she already lives here. Since Charlie Pepler says he was forced to resign as city attorney by Mayor D.C. Reeves last March, Pensacola's been without a city attorney. That spawned some recent criticism from former city councilwoman Sherry Myers. What you
2: need to do is hire your own attorney as you are required to do under the charter.
5: And Reeves says it's taken a little bit longer than they'd like, but they are currently interviewing candidates for the job. This
2: is
0: not from a position in a culture of adversarial
5: uh, an
0: adversarial nature where, you know, perhaps on some of the counsel she was on was treated a little bit more that way. You know, at the end of the day, I think we've got to, uh, you know, look at it as uh, this is a collaborative effort, not one, one a city attorney versus a council attorney, but this is a city attorney that works
4: for all of us.
5: And Reef says hopefully there will be some movement on that hire in coming days. Florida's Surgeon General targeting COVID-19 vaccines again. Dr. Joseph Latipo says after not getting the answers he wanted from the FDA commissioner and the CDC director about nucleic acid contaminants in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, he's now calling on the halt of their use. Dr. Cheryl Holders, the president of the Florida State Medical Association.
7: Florida has politicized much of medical care. From the governor all the way down to. So I think you do need to speak with your doctors and get a better understanding.
5: And Latipo believes DNA integrated into either sperm or eggs from COVID vaccine recipients could potentially be passed to their offspring. Well, pro wrestling fans that date all the way back to the old territory days here in the Gulf Coast may remember a name bullet bob armstrong now he was a golf breeze native one of the most famous wrestlers of his day oh
0: yeah man the history is unlimited as far as the armstrong family and on the gulf coast uh, back whenever it was still the territory days uh, continental and southeastern i mean bullet and his whole family was just instrumental as far as getting wrestling popular in this this area on the coast.
5: And that is Diamond Championship wrestling owner Brent Lednir. And he says Bullet Bob duked it out with all sorts of adversaries. You might know these names. Ric Flair, Terry Funk, Jake the Snake. And all of that was on local television stations back in the day. Well, now Armstrong's name will adorn a new wrestling venue in Mobile. They're opening a venue they're calling the Bullet Bob Armstrong Memorial Arena. And they're having a ribbon-cutting event later on this month. It's 6.35 at News Radio, And let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing out there?
4: not really seeing anything. No major delays or accidents showing up. Uh, FDOT and FHP not showing any accidents that they're reporting on at the time. Uh, At this time, we're looking at the maps here. Let me get here. Okay, so Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, not seeing any slowdowns. Highway 90, if you're coming out of Milton through Pace this morning, not seeing anything there as well. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds uh let's see here uh come on computer highway 29 is accident free from the atmore cutoff in molino through cantonment nine mile is accident free not showing any delays in car city this traffic report is brought to you by executive landscaping executive landscaping call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs if you see anything out there this morning slowing you down let me know call or text me on our traffic tip line 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives
5: Thank you very much, Jake. And now our Channel 3 weather forecast this morning.
1: We are going to be seeing a nice and chilly day today. Temperatures starting off in the 30s, highs today in the 50s with mostly sunny skies. As you go overnight tonight, we will have temperatures dropping near 41 degrees. For Friday, we are going to be seeing a 50% chance of rain in the evening. We will have a high near 65 degrees. Showers and thunderstorms continue into the nighttime. Friday night temperatures dropping near 59 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
5: Right now, 36 in Pensacola, 38. In Gulf Breeze and 36 in Milton your next news at 7 breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923.
6: I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The FDA is evaluating the need for regulatory action for popular weight loss drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi. The FDA adverse reporting system says they have received reports for hair loss, digestive problems, accidentally breathing things in like food or liquid, and suicidal thoughts from people on the medications. Regulatory actions may include required label changes or a program to ensure the medication's benefits outweigh its risks. SpaceX has been accused by a U.S. labor agency of unlawfully firing eight employees for sending a letter to executives regarding concerning behavior from its CEO, Elon Musk. A complaint was filed with the National Labor Relations Board, and the former employees also claimed they were interrogated, disparaged, and had their jobs threatened if they got involved in the movement. And on Wall Street, futures are currently mixed. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were down 284. That's your money now.
5: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers,
7: decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site wide, plus save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks, all 50% off with their end of season
5: event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply.
7: Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola
4: Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in this Monday morning at
0: 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening
3: with our
1: local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
3: The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
1: Hey, Dave Ramsey here. For almost a decade, I've been telling you about my friends at Frontier Motors in Pensacola. The biggest reason is they help my listeners save thousands of dollars when purchasing a slightly used car over a brand new one. Consumer Reports says the average new car depreciates a whopping $9,200 in the first year alone. That's crazy. So if you're thinking new, don't. Go see Frontier Motors and see how much they can save you on a current year car with very low miles. And if your goal is to get out of debt, bring Frontier Motors your car and they can write you a check on the spot. Frontier Motors can also do consignments and they don't charge a fee or a commission. Frontier Motors have been helping the people in the Pensacola area for 21 years. They are the go-to dealer for free advice when it comes to buying or selling a car. Please go see my friends at Frontier Motors, and don't forget to tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. Hey,
7: Pensacola, get ready for a midday delight that'll have you hooked. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Tune in to the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins are their dynamic trio that'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud during your lunch break. They dish out the hottest topics, bring you the latest news, and deliver their unique blend of humor and insight that'll have you coming back for more. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show on News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620.
0: I, uh, have a new word for you i have a <laughs> I, I just feel like um i'm in the middle of a movie where the whole fabric of reality is being ripped away from me <laughs> at the edges and it's getting like the circles getting smaller and smaller like, so um conception like yeah yeah it's just i mean trying hard you know trying hard to make sense of it all And uh, I don't even just mean Milton. I mean, like, the whole everything, (laughs) everywhere, right? So here's, I'm going to just read you a little bit from an article that I found, um, well, interesting. All right, you ready? This is, by the way, this is on a semi-adult subject. I'll say it's a PG-13 subject. Okay, you ready? So this is from um, uh, Metro, a news source out of the UK, which is always a good news source. Headline, what is an abrosexual? Let me explain, as it took me 30 years to realize my identity. You ready? Abrosexual. That's going to be the word of the day. Uh, When did you decide this? Is this even a label? I've never heard of it. I support you, obviously, but this doesn't sound real. Just some of the words that greeted me. This is by Emma Flint in the UK. Just some of the words that greeted me when I came out as abrosexual to a close friend back in 2020. Needless to say, we're not friends anymore really you spring a brand new in the history of the world sexual identity on somebody and they ask you questions and you break up friends you friend break up with them okay all right continuing for those of you who don't know what abrosexuality is you're so behind in layman in layperson's terms <laughs> which is an odd turn of phrase for this subject in layperson's terms it simply me- layperson i'm just anyway <laughs> it simply means When someone's sexual identity fluctuates and changes. So now, just clarification. Were you born fluctuating, oscillating, as it were, between straight and gay? Or is that a a recent adjustment? I mean, it's not a choice. I don't know. I'm just looking for more clarity. Going on. I read and reread the text. The dismissiveness of their message, cutting deeper each time. Here I was, sharing my identity with someone I trusted, only for them to scoff at my words. Well, here was your friend sharing their honest reaction to you, and you were scoffing at their reaction. I mean, I I just think sometimes the folks who get, like, caught up in the gender anarchy, like, worldview, they just have lost all sense of what's normal and what's weird. I mean, I know I'm weird on a lot of things, but I know I'm weird on a lot of things. And that kind of keeps me tethered to reality a little bit where I might have my belief, but I know not everybody does. Okay, fine. They don't have any idea. Like, they think this is the norm. No matter how outrageous what you say is, everyone else is expected to just treat you like, you know, you're just describing the weather. I'm an abrosexual. Oh, it's cloudy today, you know? You know most of the time, you know, I find myself attracted to men, but every other Thursday I feel interested in being in a plural relationship with some chickens. Okay, cool. I mean, like, that's where they're at. It's just like, you know, all right. And how's the traffic on I-10? You know, like, it, it's just such a bizarre... Anyway... She continues. Although the. Sorry. Plural relationship with chickens might have been a step too far. I apologize.
4: Made me think of Gonzo from the Muppets.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know it's a different character. Although the easy defense is that you can't determine someone's tone from a text message, I think it's clear that the vibe was far from supportive. It was judgmental and immediately doubtful. Sadly, this person isn't the only one who have voiced their opinions on my abrosexuality, and I doubt they'll be the last. It's them, not me. When I was growing up, I had never heard the term abrosexual. You think? You were either straight, gay, or lesbian. As far as 90s society was concerned, anything else was made up. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, we know that's far from the truth, but societal blind spots mean we learn terms much slower than if they're readily accessible. Often, people don't go looking to educate themselves on different orientations unless it directly affects them. Without that incentive, I've found many stick to what they know already. I didn't learn about abrosexuality until two years ago, when I was 30. Up until that point, I'd struggled to identify what my sexuality was because it fluctuated so rapidly. What's your orientation? I don't know. What time is it? I mean, like, I can't figure this out. Seriously, like, she's attracted to men at 10 a.m. and women at 6 p.m. And then still women at 10 a.m. the next day, but at 6 and I mean, I or it's everybody at in in the midday. I'm just... I don't get it, but, you know, I'm the bigot who's not paying attention. Um, well, let's see. Uh, there were times when I, too, scoffed, chastising myself for being so uncertain of who I was. It wasn't that I couldn't make my mind up, but rather my identity shifted. One day I felt like I was a lesbian, yet days or weeks later I'd feel more aligned with bisexuality. My sexuality was fluid. I, I wondered did she ever simply feel straight? That'd be interesting. Before learning about abrosexuality, I felt lost, as if out to sea. I also felt like a fraud because of how much I changed my identity when chatting with loved ones. No one was intentionally hurtful, but I'd get the occasional, but you said you were a lesbian lonely last week. They didn't understand it at that time. I didn't have the right words to explain myself. It was only then I was reading the Instagram uh, page of uh, Zoe Stoller, a U.S.-based creator, educator, and social worker who seeks to improve the visibility of the LGBTQ plus community. I mean, I guess you'd say LGBTQ a Q plus community, uh, that I saw the term abrosexuality for the first time. You know, in cartoons, when a light bulb appears above their heads, that's how it felt when I read their post. Finally, I felt seen. Yet when discovering a new term for me has been hugely beneficial to understanding myself better to some people, my identity is one that evokes confusion. When I tell people that I'm abrosexual, I'm often greeted by a blank expression. (laughs) I can imagine. Followed by a question of what the term means. And questions are fine as long as they're respectful. I'm not expecting everyone to know what it means. Hell, I didn't until two years ago. But you should always listen with respect no matter what silliness you're expressing. And should it go the other way, right? Should you listen with respect to the people who are like, the what now? I'll finish this in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
4: Oh, we're looking great out there on the roadways. I-10 and I-110 are checking in clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. And if you're coming out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents reported there. This traffic report is brought to you by Mattress Firm. A new year calls for a better bed at Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance save up to 60% on select mattresses. The right mattress, mattress- Matters, and mattress firm will find yours. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. seven sixteen twenty. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks
0: so much, Jake. Again, the term of the day is say it with me. Ab-ro-sexual. abrosexual. That's right, abrosexual. This is someone who is sometimes gay and sometimes bi and sometimes I guess sometimes straight and sometimes what's the word for non? There's a there's a word I can't remember it. There's a word for somebody who doesn't feel sexual attraction. Also. Asexual. Yeah, maybe or, that's it. Maybe yeah. I thought there was some more recent thing. Anyway. So uh back to her uh, editorial whatever description scientific piece. Uh, um she says uh yeah I'm happy to say that the rest of my friends and family have been very supportive of my identity and have strived to learn more. Well now that you've excluded the ones that don't agree with you. One question I've been asked about is how being abrosexual impacts my love life and in short it doesn't. <laughs> what? It doesn't alter my romantic relationships in the same way being bisexual doesn't because a person, cause a person to feel any different about their partner. I love the person rather than their gender, so it doesn't matter if my sexuality fluctuates while I'm with them. Gross. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I'm just not into women right now. Trying to figure, like, call me tomorrow. This is a whole new line of excuses. You no longer have to say, I have a headache. You can say, I'm an abrosexual and I'm just not into people of your gender right now. Oh. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, dear, I'm feeling too lesbian right now to be with you. I mean, it's just, I don't, and again, I, you know, I'm the closed minded one. I don't get it, right? Uh, however, even after explaining this, there's always some people who enjoy demanding that I pick a lane so that my identity doesn't offend them. <laughs> I want people to know that just because you don't know or understand an identity doesn't make it less authentic. Well, when you can't explain it to reasonable people in a way that makes sense to them, maybe it does. (laughs) But it's still hard to hear things like, mate, you're just confused, or just say you're bisexual and be done with it. I refuse to be boxed in by someone else's limited knowledge. And she kind of goes on, but you get the basic gist of it all. So um, LGBTQIAA now, because I think the A is asexual, and then A for abrosexual plus. So um, it's a rapidly expanding acronym string. Just be aware of all the possibilities. So... That's your new word for the day. Typically, I recommend you ask questions and bring stuff up around the dinner table. I would just say use a little bit of judicial discretion on Mm -hmm. this particular one, but there you go. Uh, Sometimes you think I make stuff up for the transgressors, and uh, no, no, not at all. By the way, Dictionary.com reports that early versions of the term abrosexual came from 2013 with an abrosexual flag making social media rounds in 2016 uh, the term, however, still not found mainstream approval. Just so you're kind of a little aware of the uh, the surrounding conversation. Six fifty on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay, and if you're thinking about adding a home to your collection, I mean, I say it that way a little bit in jest, but you know, if you're an investor, that's what you do, right? You know, you've got the home that you live in, and you're not changing that one, but you might want to pick up a, a rental, and you know a vacation rental, a regular rental, whatever. And uh, I was listening to Christina Leavenworth talk about this the other day on Pep Talk, and she made some really good points about how you know, markets fluctuate, right? And for a long time, uh, it seemed like, well, I meant a long time, but for several years, it seemed like, God, you can't go wrong buying a VRBO. Well, she said that's that changed a little bit, and a lot of people who overinvested in that particular kind of commodity have found themselves in trouble because of that. And she says, the way I like to think about it is, okay, look at it as a vacation rental, but also consider its op, its um its value as a regular rental in case that market shifts or declines or, you know, whatever. And that's just good business is to think of the alternatives. And so she says, investing, you know, in a, in a home, think about it both ways, which is good. And that's the kind of good advice you want from a professional real estate agent. You want somebody who's going to... Not just answer your questions, but help you ask even better questions than you would on your own. And she certainly will do that. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrenke Realty.
3: As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you
6: focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR. Employing Made Easy. Easy. This message is sponsored by the Florida AM University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M M E R I.F And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk.
1: The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers. On the News Radio Garden Line, every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw.
7: The Dave Ramsey show, weeknights 7 to 10 before WEAR TV news on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
0: average for a gallon of gas is 309. In Florida, it's 302. In Mississippi, it's 266, and in California, it's 471. If you're in Navarre, it's 266 at the Sefco, up 87. Same at the West Walmart. If you're in uh, Tiger Point, uh, 272 at the foot of the Garson Point Bridge, 289 at several stations in Gulf Breeze Proper, 275 at the Cefco and Milton, 275 at the Milton, uh, sorry, the P Ridge, at Murphy, and then 279 in Pace, a couple of places. If you're in uh, Pensacola, on 9 Mile 269 at the Walmart, same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US-29 coming in from the southwest side. Best price is the Murphy on Navy at $273. Uh, 655 News Radio 92.3. Let's get traffic in here from Jake before we go to Dave in the newsroom. Jake?
4: Uh, we're still looking good out there on the roadways. No major accidents or slowdowns reported. If you're on 98 in Navarre and Gulf Breeze this morning, nothing slowing you down. Also coming out of Milton through Pace on Highway 90. No uh, accidents reported there. And uh, in town here, Highway 29, Cantonment. Uh, you're looking good there, headed south, and it uh, looks like Chase Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620, Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
0: Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, by the way, the text that I have gotten in on the, on the subject we just talked about, the abrosexual topic of somebody is... <laughs> I hope I get a chance to read them here. David's got uh, tra- our um, our news in the newsroom. David?
5: Yes, the State Department says they are not seeing acts of genocide in the Gaza Strip. That from spokesperson Matthew Miller uh, yesterday or Wednesday, after South Africa launched gen- genocide proceedings against Israel in the International Court of Justice, looks like the uh, Northeast and Mid-Atlantic states could see their biggest winter storms in years this weekend. The National Weather Service says Washington D.C., Philadelphia, New York are all in line for some significant snowfall uh, Saturday through Monday. And well, uh, once. Pretty popular uh, Hall of Fame rock band calling it quits again. Rage Against the Machine drummer Brad Wilk announcing yesterday on Instagram that the uh, public service announcement reunion tour won't be continuing. They're not reunited anymore, apparently. Uh, They'll no longer be playing live shows
0: disunited and it feels so bad just which is very much a rage against the machine kind of melody uh david thanks so much for the updated also or the update also britney spears is not going to make another album she said on what can only be described as the weirdest instagram page in the world if you've ever seen any of her instagram posts <laughs> right. it's um it's something um so back back to this uh, term about uh, abrosexual um uh, in case you don't know, so it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, LGB, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual, plus is for other stuff, and then now abrosexual, which we got the text in on this, uh, isn't this just bisexual? No. Bisexual is you're always into everybody. Abrosexual is you're sometimes into everybody, and sometimes you're just into the chicks, and sometimes you're just into the dudes, I guess, and then sometimes you're into nobody, maybe, and sometimes you're into everybody again, and maybe three-quarters of everybody again. I don't, that's what she's saying uh somebody else just said good grief <laughs> somebody else said this person needs psychiatric help we need to stop normalizing untreated mental illness as just expression of identity no i agree with that uh let's see somebody else said um uh yeah i'm not gonna read that one uh <laughs> somebody Probably. says uh, abrosexual is just another way to say abnormal sexual no they're different terms. Um, But, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Somebody here says, I'm abro-financial. Sometimes I have money. Sometimes I'm broke. (laughs) Sometimes I'm following Dave Ramsey's patterns, and sometimes I'm just ripping up the envelopes and using my credit card.
4: (laughs) Well, we're not supposed to assume gender, right? And everybody's fluctuating from, you know, male to female, female to male. So is this just— Or other. Yeah, so— Don't forget the other So I guess just abrosexual is like, hey, I don't know if I'm being bisexual at the moment. It's just anything— if if I like the person, bring it on. I don't. I don't know. That's, it's
0: such a what a world it, we it, live in. It it is. You know, it is easier when you just have categories. <laughs> well, they're so limiting, Andrew. Okay. Yeah. And and <laughs> six six fifty eight on News Radio ninety two three time four. Oh man. Future news. All right. Well, abrosexual catch on as the new chic uh, <laughs> hip term that we you know. All of us who are uncertain about things just call ourselves this thing? I hope not. I, I, no. I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, but, you know, I've been wrong about this every other time, so <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? Uh, Mayor Heather Lindsay, mm. will she behave? Uh, no. I, she Look, she genuinely thinks that she's doing right, is trying to be kind and civil and bring order, and has is totally blind to her role in the chaos in Milton. Completely blind to it. Um. It's odd. I hope so. I really hope for better for Milton. I really do.
7: Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio
3: 92.3. WNRP Golf Freeze, Milton, Pensacola.